Welcome to another episode of Outside the Frame. My name is Brandon. And I'm Roman. And today we are going to be discussing the 2021 action-adventure fantasy film, Mortal Kombat. MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Starring Louis Tan, Jessica McNamee, Josh Lawson, and Joe Taslam. Written by Greg Russo and I'm assuming like 11 other people. I'm not going to go look at it. Directed by Simon McCoyd. Welcome back, Roman. Thanks yeah. for joining me. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back, man. What's your history with Mortal Kombat? Well, I played it a lot when I was a kid. Did you play it in the arcade, though? Yeah, yeah, I did both. Yeah, we had a... Family Fun Center style? Yeah, yeah we had an arcade here in Omaha called Family Fun Center, and uh, it was it was one of the best games that that was there, so... Uh, literally, literally, there was a line to get to the game, like always. Really? Yeah. See, I wasn't going out and about at that point. I was, I guess, very sheltered. I, I have vague memories of this game. I played it. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the kind of two-dimensional fighting games where the camera just kind of panned left and right as people jumped from middle to left or right of the screen and then right, like, punched yeah. each other and then... Um, that sort of thing. But I remember a lot of controversy with this game because of how graphic the violence was and Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah, the government hated it. Like <laughs> the, the the right wing, yeah. I the the game came out and I think it was ninety two. Ninety two the original I believe. Yeah, I was I was not I I remember playing the arcade one. I don't remember lines of kids. I mean I know it was it was that was like the origin of like shit talking fighting game oh, yeah. style yeah. though oh yeah yeah I, and i went back and watched just the fatalities from the original arcade game man they look bad now of course very like <laughs> twitchy and like they took a cartoon guy and then cut him you know one way and then his arm moved a different way and then cut him another way and and the fatalities weren't even that graphic. It was a lot of just exploding heads. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I think there's one where they ripped. Uh, my favorite was, I can't remember who it was that did it, but they ripped someone's skull out and their spinal cord oh, the was attached. Oh, the whole spine, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, I don't remember who that was. That was that was one of the better ones. Well, and, and, and again, I, I'll just put it up front right here because I don't want to say it throughout the whole episode, but... We're not Mortal Kombat fanboys. No. So we don't know all the characters' names. We don't know all their moves, all their fatalities, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like you asked me, and I'm like, uh, X, Y, Z, Z, up, down. Oh, the buttons? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, and that kind of leads me to the next thing is that, good segue. <laughs> um, I remember when it hit um, like Households. And you could yeah. play at home. The arcades, I remember doing the arcade thing a little bit, but that was a little yeah, before yeah, my time. But yeah. I remember playing people at home. I don't know what it was at Sega or... 
I don't no, remember no, which it console was, it was. It was, uh, I want to say Super, how, Super Nintendo. This is how young we are. I mean, maybe Nintendo. I don't know. Yeah. No, it was Super Nintendo. Right, it wasn't Nintendo. Write in and tell us how wrong we are. Outside the frame pod at gmail.com. Yeah, I don't. I remember that though, and then kind of like throwing the controller down and yelling at the person next to you that you just ripped their spinal cord out and that sort of thing. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> right, but right. I don't remember any sort of storyline in the game. There really wasn't. It was yeah. just these colorful characters. Pick your fighter and Let's fight each other. It, it, it was yeah. very much like, as far as premise goes, like Mario Kart. Pick your driver. Yeah. They yeah. all oh, can. Yeah. They all oh, yeah. can win, but you just have to push the right buttons. So with this, they're trying to build a movie on top of that. I wouldn't even call it a foundation. It's not even really a foundation. There's nothing to build upon. You have to create it. Did you yeah, see yeah. the original 95 movie? I really did, but uh, I was 10, so... <laughs> I saw it a lot, uh, and mostly on cable. I didn't see it in the theater. I, did you see it in the theater? No, uh, cable, dude. It looks... I mean, compared to that, especially the special, like the special effects in this movie, this looks leagues, bounds, decades, everything that you would expect beyond that. Yeah, oh movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know the song, right? We all know it. Oh yeah, you can't forget it. I it, mean, it's yeah. I've I've tried. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, yeah, you couldn't walk into a gym in 96 or 7 or even into the late 90s without hearing that fucking song which that soundtrack sold i think it went double platinum which is incredible for a crap movie based on a video game basically a movie based on nothing that meant nothing and to have an album that just shows you how different things were back then because now you just you know stream it or whatever but yeah it actually oh, sold yeah, yeah. physical copies that means that there were like workout moms who were buying the physical copy just to like work out to it and yeah. they probably played it at they played it everywhere they played it on the radio they played it at, i'm assuming like drug raves they played it right yeah yeah it's, it's more iconic than that movie was i think <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so my expectation, at least for this new 2021 movie, is it was it a movie? I make that joke I every guess, time. I guess yeah. technically, I wanted to hear that song. That was one of my expectations. The other expectation I had was I wanted to see some fatalities. Right. Yeah. No, what we did ish. Well, I did, one of the things that made me hopeful was that I saw it was rated R. Yes. When I saw that, I went, "Yes, let's go." Yes. Because the first movie in '95, um, which you apparently drank out of your memory, but I I can't. I, like I, I said, I seen it, but the only thing that I can remember from that movie is he. Gets on an island and then fights people. <laughs> Still made a lot more sense than some of this. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. but other than that, I that movie was geared towards children. 
toward children. Yes, they were trying. They were selling that to the arcade kids. Right. It was PG thirteen. I'm pretty sure it made a lot of money. I, I think the soundtrack made more money than the movie. I, I'm, right. Which that's a whole other conversation. At, but at at the time, the only thing that was missing was Jean Claude Van Damme. Other than the song and remembering it was kind of kitty the first time around i was excited to hear that this was going to be r-rated i went okay all right balls to the wall let's deadpool this shit you know uh, yeah the, yeah oh yeah we open up this family is being attacked did you even doubt for a second that this was sub-zero no no i it's mean pretty evident i mean like within the first i'd say three minutes of the movie you're looking at good and bad and his hand starts to freeze yes yes you, you're looking at you're looking at the two main characters we don't know everything about mortal Kombat, but we do know enough to pick out who the main characters are and the there are a few characters in this in this franchise that you come to see right you show up to see them and right, yeah sub-zero is one of them Again, I I shouldn't ha- I shouldn't have to explain it, but Sub Zero is I mean he's a he's Frost, he's a Frost guy, yeah, right? And, yeah. And he he does this Frost with his hand. His, his hand actually started to like cut and bleed. I thought that was kind of cool. It was like frostbitten. Yeah. He's a popsicle master. But he freezes to death the mother and daughter, and there was even a, like an icicle spear stuck through them that actually looks beautiful that uh, was a cool like honestly i want that statue in my living room it looked really good yeah it was awesome the dad is like off i don't know doing i don't know chopping wood or hunting he's he's gardening i guess oh yeah yeah but it looked like doing man stuff like i said yeah (laughs) and then he hears the baby scream father is not happy when he finds mom and the the daughter are frozen they're ran through with some ice so we get the first action sequence really and the first fight sequence the techno music kicks in and he's Honestly, fighting a bunch of no-name ninjas that are just dead meat. I, yeah. I gotta say, I, I was, I was pretty on board with this. I was a little excited. The techno music kicks in. It, it looked very, like it, the choreography looked very good. But the thing was, you could obviously tell that you're dealing with, um, Scorpion and. And Sub Zero, yeah. Was that even yeah. a, was there even a question mark there, through that whole scene for us? And we're not even like fanboys. We're not even obsessed about this. And we just from watching enough movies, I I knew immediately. You knew immediately, and I didn't. Right, yeah, I didn't spoil it for you. It wasn't that sort of thing or back and forth. We just looked at each other. That's locked who this eyes. Is, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Gee, I wonder how this movie's gonna end. And that actually happens throughout the entire movie where. We we see them setting up the next character. Well, Sub Zero and Scorpion fight in this initial, like frost covered. I did like the touch that every scene where where Sub Zero was in it, there was sort of this frost 
Yeah. Oh, sort yeah. Of, you know, oh, everything yeah. was kind of snow covered. That was kind of interesting. I think they did a good job. I think they did a good job with Sub Zero in this movie, personally. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And he, I mean, the guy who played Sub Zero, like, he did a very good job. With these fight sequences out the gate, I thought the choreography looked good, but it was definitely not like Matrix level. There was a lot of shaky cam, a lot of quick camera action, swinging. It was a little hard to follow, I thought. It started to lose a little for me. You know, I was pretty excited because out the gate, and there's even like blood on these plants at one point, and that looked gorgeous. I was like, man, this might actually be next level. That's what saved the movie for me was all the blood, all the gore. Well, that's the R rating. We got people being cut in half. Crazy shit going on. Oh, there's one point where uh, Sub-Zero, in this, in this first scene, Sub-Zero and Scorpion are fighting, and Scorpion does a dick punch to Sub-Zero. Did you see that? That made me laugh really hard. I don't know if that was supposed to be funny or if they meant could... to put that in there. Well, Scorpion's crawling back and catches fire and disappears, and at this point I, I was kind of scratching my head like... And then Raiden appears. Yeah, and he takes and he him. takes the baby, and then it says Mortal Kombat on the screen. I'm like, was that a setup? Yeah, there was no setup for Sub Zero. I... They never do explain Sub Zero through the whole movie. Nope. And then we get an exposition title sequence, which I was just text on a black screen. I didn't even read it because I, I mean we read it but we knew what it was because we know the Mortal Kombat story but yeah, yeah. it's like they took the dialogue straight from like the game but then this movie is something completely different. It had nothing to do with that exposition. So we get to <laughs> Cole as an adult and we get an MMA fight scene or no pre-fight scene. There, I And this is where I wrote down we're only like Five minutes into the movie, I wrote this. Right, di- yeah. I wrote this dialogue is fucking terrible. It's <laughs> awful. Yeah, and he's this- so he's in the locker room. Who's he his- talking to? I didn't even write this down. Yeah. It's it's I I'm. They never really say it, but I'm guessing it's his, either his girlfriend or his wife. And then the other, the the young girl is his niece. I don't know. Uh, yeah, who cares? But, but it, anyway, it's they like, keep giving screen time to those two characters though throughout right, the movie. And, and, yeah, and they just keep doing it. That's that's his family that he's trying to. I chalk protect, it up. I chalk know? it up to a poor script and poor editing because why even put them in the movie? Do we need them? I would have liked it better if it was just a solo guy, you know. Well, it seems it seems like they had a bigger role to play, but they kind of cut things out to where Right. Yeah, yeah. To where like they, you know, they never really explain who these people are. I don't even know who this character is. Cole, do you remember him from the game? I don't No, no. I that's the thing. I think they just made it up for this movie. He's an MMA fighter and he sucks and then somehow they pick him to go off to fight the I well, don't, I'm I'm already I'm already stretching my brain well, muscles on this one. So we get this the- smash cut and this is what we're still only like 10 minutes into the movie yeah, to outer is... world to outworld or whatever it's called there's no description or like precedence or exposition for what this is how we get there who these people are we just get this smash cut right to outworld like it's a scene from fucking guardians of the galaxy 
which is a far, far fucking superior movie. And it's like Sub-Zero walking up to Shang Tsung. They're acting like this is like episode four of a franchise. Right. And then the mountains look like winter is coming. There's no explanation for it at all. And there's no reason it should be in the first 10 minutes. This is some of the worst editing. If you want to see... Like, if you don't know anything about editing or, you know, maybe you don't care, all right, well, you should. And if you don't, you should watch this movie because this is awful editing. There's no, there, there. it's like, where was the scene that, it just says Outworld on the bottom. And we're just supposed to accept that and understand what that is? Okay, so we get the intro of Jax, which, I don't know, there's this explanation of the dragon slap. Yeah. birthmark or whatever it is yeah i don't know i this whole expos all this exposition stuff like sorry guys it's not going to be that kind of episode i was not totally paying attention I, this is a exposition fight exposition fight 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 exposition fight movie, training right training Training, I, I guess <laughs> was it I, there's a guy playing disc golf with his hat this jack's character he's following he's stalking cole around cole's our lead i guess um sub-zero shows up looks out the window he said i think i think it's snowing nothing against this guy i mean first of all i don't know who his character is supposed to be but this is a poorly acted movie oh yeah right so i don't know Jax has this fight with sub-zero which i called it right away i'm like all right here we go Fine. First fight, right? Right. And then Sub-Zero starts throwing snow cones around. Or, <laughs> yeah. or, or Unflavored. You know. Okay, what about the part where he supposedly kills Jax? Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero supposedly kills Jax, and he falls. Where are they? They're like a deconstruction uh, site, a deconstruction site. I don't know what they're doing. They're, they're like in a broken down parking garage or something. <laughs> There's like five levels and a hole through all these levels and it's like concrete, you know, jaggered teeth like concrete with rebar sticking out and he, I don't know, punches or knocks right, he, jacks off of it and he falls face first into one of them. Right, like he's, he's floating down and then he hits face first into the next level. It's like... <laughs> It's like you couldn't just let him fall all the way down. Yeah, to pass the camera, we had to see him go he- fucking noggin first it's, into a rebar. It was like like Titanic when the when the dude fell oh, hits the propeller and it hits the propeller and he spins like thirty times. Like, yeah, but that was a good movie. Yeah, <laughs> I never laughed so hard in my life. <laughs> Actually, we did laugh quite a few times in this movie. Some were intentional, yeah. some were not. Oh, yeah. yeah, so uh, this is such crap. The, Honestly, like I only have like twelve notes after this, and we're like still in the first act. At one point, I think I gave up. There's this cut back to out outworld. Send the reptilian, which was this supposed to be reptile? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's the only. Uh, it was yeah. worthless. So we get the Sonya Blade intro. This is this is your typical setting up a franchise movie. I just did this last week with. Dave on Godzilla versus Kong intro 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 second act 
oh, now they're working together, sort of. They don't want to, but they they learn that they need to. Third act, oh, now they're working together. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, what, I, what I noticed the entire movie was with Sonya Blade, she always used somebody else's blade. She never used her own blades to fight. I don't care. I mean, I just don't care about any of these actors. They're, none of them are good except for the intro to Mr. Kano himself. Always been a Josh Lawson fan. If you haven't seen the short, The 11 O'Clock, go look it up. He is Oscar nominated. What is he doing in this film? I don't know. That's my spiel. He should be a superstar. We get the introduction. He plays Kano. I got to say, he hands down is. The best actor in this movie, first of all. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, oh, yeah. carries the fucking movie. He makes the middle of the movie watchable. So tolerable. Watchable. Could you, know you imagine I mean? if he wasn't in the movie? Yes. We would have turned it off. That's what I'm saying. We yeah. wouldn't even be talking right now. That, uh, yeah, right? Once he gets introduced, I feel okay with watching and seeing what happens. They did not give him much to chew. Right, yeah. Chew oh, on yeah, with yeah. this. I mean, this dialogue is... Oh, dude, is there even... How long do you think this script was? And the movie was fucking almost two hours, and they say it's a minute, a page, right? A page is yeah. a minute worth of screen time. I'd say this this script was probably I'll tell 50 you, pages. There's was, not a lot of... There's, I bet there was a lot of, in the script, a lot of they fight, you know, yeah, that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. I don't know. There's a lot of this, like, sitcom middle part where it's... Cole, Sonya Blade, and Kano trying to get to this hidden temple of doom training place. Right, I don't know. So I went, okay, training montage, right? That's what we thought. Oh, yeah, we need need a montage. Well, and Jax is alive. Great. I I was crying my eyes out every day. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Every minute, just wondering where Jax was. Dude, I told you at the beginning. I was as soon as as soon as Jax hit his face on the second tier. Oh yeah. How did he survive that? By the way, as soon as Jax hit his face on the second tier of that uh, of that parking structure, I was like. That man looks like he's going to live. Yeah, you're telling me he didn't (laughs) suffer any brain damage? I don't remember him having any superpowers before any of that happened. I mean, that was a, that was a, his brain would be mush at that point. Such crap. Yeah. And now, and now he's got two Winter Soldier arms. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. I wasn't even going to bring it up. (laughs) Yeah. But there is one part where, uh, Kano gets his power, which this is by far my favorite scene in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. All right, so after this masked moron solicits Kano, he turned Kano. Kano, right? That's his name. Kano, yeah. He turns bad. Wow, that storyline fizzled. I thought he was going to be our Han Solo, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... And then he just turns bad, and then no more, no more Josh Lawson for us. Sorry, this is where I wrote down. <laughs> Gordo shows up. Everyone fights everyone. <laughs> somebody hit somebody. Could you could you even keep track of any of this? I mean, 
No, uh, well, I, well, the the guy with his uh, disc golf hat was a good guy, but was I, he? Yeah, yeah, I guess he was. Uh, there was some sort of flying chick that shows up. Falls on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's ass, like this ass down, like, and then the, they saw her in half. What yeah, the hell was that? Like she was, she was like a fairy, and then all of a sudden she hits the ground. She gets cut in half by the by the hat, the disc golf by hat. The, yeah, by the hat. The, yeah. The, yeah. So the disc golf hat is like sawing into the ground, and she hits the ground, and it just saws her in half. Which once again, another. <laughs> ass half sawing for the OTF fans, but it, it actually was pretty gruesome and looked cool. I did not understand why it was happening. Don't fuck with disc golf. <laughs> fuck that. I hate disc golf. Are you kidding? It, it'll have you. All right, so what was up with Cole getting his power? What was his power? The gold sweater? I don't understand who's fighting who. There are a lot of quick cuts, a lot of people spinning in the air, a lot of bad CGI. Right. Uh, who's who's on whose side? Uh, uh, Cole eventually is. It has this gold sweater that heats up on at certain points, like Roman said, and now he's fighting Gordo, and it's like outside right. of a and, barn or some sort of ranch. I, like, I don't, I don't like, know what I'm looking at. And it. like it's it's a golden sweater, but Gordo's beating on him. And the 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 golden sweater s- starts turning red. Gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? Yeah. So we get Cole versus Sub Zero. So it's like frozen MMA ice capades or something. Scorpion finally shows up. Yeah, we could beat him. And while the family is like frozen against the cage, Cole best Sub Zero. Scorpion kills Sub Zero. Because he wants to do it himself, right? Yeah, give it to me. I'll give it to you. So there's a quote, there's a line here where they say, death is only another portal. What What the fuck does that mean? You know, what, what if I trip and fall through one portal and then, and then all of a sudden I'm stuck back over here you know yeah i don't understand that line death death is only another portal to where you didn't even set up where we were with the first portal at all yeah this is crap and then we get johnny a johnny cage set up which i was wondering the whole time i'm like where is johnny cage oh oh stick around find out there's a poster with like i don't know some beefcake with his like oh Hand on his cock, and it's like a like brass knuckles. It says Cage. Then we get the credits, and it's Mortal Kombat theme remix. We finally got it at the end. If they didn't play that song or do a remix of that song, then what are they doing? They are not even trying at all. I'll go. I'll go first. I will say that I never give a shit about Mortal Kombat. Just to be completely honest. Still don't really. I think that this is a a money grab and a franchise. I said it last week. I'll say it again. <laughs> Man, it's good to be a turtle. No, yeah. It's like, how many of these franchises do we need? That's what it feels like. Where was the tournament? That was like the setup for the whole fucking movie. Yeah. So they're basically taking a whole movie crapping all over every aspect of it the script the acting except for 
you know, Lawson, of course, which Kano, which they took him and 180 him in the last uh, third act of the movie. The directing was crap. The action sequences looked garbage with an exception of uh, maybe two or three scattered sprinkled about i don't know man this is not a movie this is a mess this is a nightmare i will give this a two just because of joshy lawson will i watch the sequel not unless someone pays me a lot of money or sends in in a overabundant amount of emails requesting that we do it so yeah two out of five roman i'm gonna go ahead and give it a Two rating. There's no character development. There are no characters in this movie. This looked like a franchise grab, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. This yeah. was this was just a setup. I mean, where's the tournament? That's our episode this week. My name is Brandon, and I am Roman. I'm Dave, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Love you, Dave. He fights in in the MMA fight, and then he loses. He loses. He taps out pathetically. He taps out from an armbar, and I saw his family. They were disgraced. They spit on him and walked out, and he cried and peed. It was embarrassing. They spit on him. I think I had more fun playing the game. <laughs> than watching the movie? Than watching the movie, yep. for this Mortal Kombat dun, 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 dun. All right. what just fucking push play <laughs>